0: Welcome to Belonging Matters podcast series, now available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and www.belongingmatters.org. You can email Belonging Matters on info at belongingmatters.org. Episode 4, Life Tasting and People's Development potential. Michael Kendrick is an independent international consultant in human services and community work who resides in Massachusetts. His interests have included leadership, service quality, the creation of safeguards for vulnerable persons, social integration, change, innovation, values, advocacy, the role of individual persons and small groups in creating solutions, alternatives to bureaucracy personalized approaches to supporting people, and reform in the human service field amongst others. In this podcast, Michael highlights the importance of life-tasting and developmental potential.
1: So the best uh, way to uh, think about this is um, to think about it as an ongoing process that can be stimulated or can be neglected and it can't be assumed that people actually know what they want to do all the time as to what would be life-satisfying but it is possible to help uh, create some pathways for people to develop some sense of what in life interests them and what they want to do about it and this is a complicated personal process because if you don't have the opportunities to taste something in life you don't realize the things that you're missing or you would like to have in your life and if you uh, don't have uh, the means to pursue them, even if you do recognize them, that would also be a limit uh, for people. So the the challenge is a bit complicated in that level. But uh, people do explore life throughout the period of their life and do find many things uh, when they taste them, if you like, if when they experience them, that turn out to be uh, something that's satisfying, interesting, even uh, life-changing in some cases. And so uh, just asking people what you would like may not be the best way to get at this because people don't know what they don't have, or I should say what they haven't experienced. So in this way, sometimes giving people experiences and opportunities gives them a chance to develop a taste for X or Y in their life that they didn't realize would be interesting for them. So in this sense, the life tasting is the immersion of people into new experiences such that they can begin to evaluate whether this experience is something they do or do not enjoy. Now, should the experience of life tasting be interesting and engaging, it gives that person a new possibility in life to pursue. If you like, it creates new pathways for them to organize their life and enjoy it. Uh, Now, if it wasn't to their liking, it also gives them the advantage of knowing something that they really aren't interested in, doesn't light their fire, isn't, uh, you know, satisfying. And so, why waste your life on something that really isn't to your liking? So, in this way, uh, this is how people sort out what they're going to focus on or not focus on, depending on its impact on them. Now, many people um, may have had... uh, very little experience uh, with life, and this would be very common for uh, people with disabilities because they're simply not given as many opportunities as other people. So it's not that they don't have the capacity to enjoy many things, but they've not had the means to enjoy uh, other things. So creating those pathways uh, is necessary, and that requires that people become more proactive about exploring the uncharted uh, potentials in people's life, almost doing it consciously or self-consciously, so that people can spread their wings and grow and develop and reach their potentials. And of course, you can make up for lost time at any point in life. So even if a a person's had a very deprived life, it would be wrong to assume that that their uh, life couldn't be restored in many ways. Uh, In this sense, you can reverse neglect uh, of people's life potentials. Now, it's not easy, particularly when people are well on in their life, but it's still possible. Uh, Now, one key factor in all this is if you can make new experiences, Uh, well supported for people, then there's less risk, there's less difficulty, there's less distress because people have the support they need and uh, don't feel overwhelmed by uh, newness or differentness and have energy uh, then uh, not to defend themselves from their uh, anxieties, but really to set their anxieties aside and just uh, pursue something that um, is uh, to their liking. Now, If you think about it in a a very brief sense, just around the corner in many people's lives, uh, there are opportunities waiting to be discovered. And if you make that assumption, you start noticing those opportunities. If you don't make that assumption, uh, then you're not going to notice them and you're not going to pursue them. So uh, a lot of reason why people don't reach their potentials is no one apparently around them for a period of time is helping them. Realize what those experiences and potentials could be, and uh, people can rise almost from the ashes in the sense of having been in a very deprived and neglected life. Uh, and uh, so, it's important to to uh, assume developmental potential as being there, even if you can't see it uh, in a, you know in the person at the time. I often refer this to this in my own mind as. Uh, undiscovered hidden potentials that may eventually uh, surprise both themselves and the people they might know best. And uh, the fact that the individual may be surprised shouldn't surprise us either because they get quite used to whatever life they've been living and if it's been a deprived life they quickly, you know, their expectations are not very high at that point. And so uh, you can't expect people to take the initiative consequently all the time and creating new opportunities for themselves. So having others that help them uh, do that is extremely helpful because it will make it more likely that people will find uh, some new pathways that interest them. So it is good to safeguard people in new experiences, to not make them overwhelmed by them or something of that sort, or to get their anxieties up too much or Uh, to make them feel threatened or whatever. So it's very good to have people around the person who are supportive, uh, sensitive, thoughtful, and considerate of the person. Uh, And, of course, people will relax when they've had uh, new experiences for a while. It's no longer new. It's something they've found their comfort level with. So in this way, uh, even if people initially are uncomfortable with something, it may not necessarily be that they stay uncomfortable. After a time when uh, the discomfort kind of fades, they may be quite ready to uh, go further with many experiences. Now, there's a great quote uh, from Pierre Cornet, uh, said, we never taste a perfect joy. Our happiest successes are mixed with sadness. And that's a good thing to be mindful of, is that, that you don't get up every day and have a perfect day. So the perfect is in there with all the imperfect things, the things that are sad or difficult or trying. So in this way, um, don't the expectation shouldn't be that somehow we've banished all of the things that uh, do detract from our happiness in a, in a given day but rather that we keep cultivating new things that uh, bring us some contentment and life satisfaction and uh, this is really the whole uh, benefit really of life tasting is as you taste you discover uh, that uh, it is to your liking it tastes good and it is and could become part of your next phase in life because it's newly discovered and and uh, is exciting
0: You've been listening to the Belonging Matters podcast series. For copies of this and other Belonging Matters programs, please go to belongingmatters.org. The Belonging Matters website features free podcasts, videos, and many other resources to assist people with disabilities and their families to lead ordinary lives in their communities. To contact Belonging Matters, please email info at belongingmatters.org.